Welcome to the Eagles Live podcast, OTA style. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with the team in its first week of organized team activities. We're going to do some position-specific analysis in this podcast, but first, we're going to hear from some of the key pieces on the football team. Did you know that wide receiver Jordan Matthews has the most receptions of any player in his first three Eagles seasons ever? Pretty impressive stuff. Now Matthews is among a much-improved group of wide receivers with the additions of Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith, along with rookies Mac Hollins and Shelton Gibson. Let's kick off the podcast with some one-on-one time with wide receiver Jordan Matthews. When you look around and see the improvements of the offense, uh, I guess that gets you pretty excited. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I can um, definitely say that bringing in LeGarrette and bringing in uh, Tory and Alshon is huge for us. You know, you got guys who've had production, and you can't replace that. You can always go find potential, but it's hard to find production, and that's what we brought in. I feel like those guys are definitely going to help us tremendously. Jordan, for you, how, how is your health? How long has it taken you to get back to getting on the field? Because I don't think a lot of people really understood how hurt you were at the end of the year. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely taken a while. You know, when you're dealing with lower body, it affects your gait, and it affects a lot more than just uh, the timetable of that one specific injury. So it's taken a while, but at the same time, I'm continuing to come in, do my rehab, work with the trainers. They've been awesome with me. And then the coaches have been extremely patient and have uh, worked with me too. So, you know, I appreciate them for being so understanding. But my biggest thing is to continue to get healthy during this time. And when I'm out there, to go out there and compete and not expect a handout from anybody and then just try and be the player I know I can be. Do you feel like from what you've seen so far on the field that this offense is ahead of where you you were at the end of the year last year? Yeah, for sure. Like I said, it doesn't feel like the first day of OTAs. It feels like business as usual. And when you can have that feeling, now, like I said, we can get to the real stuff. What are the minor details that are going to help us win, that are going to help us be different? When everything's so new, there's all these other things that you got to worry about that have nothing to do with winning football games. Now we can just worry about winning football games. So you walked in here and the reporters wanted to ask you about the rumors about you being traded and about your role. I guess you kind of anticipated those questions? Yeah, you know you know those are going to come. I mean, I'm not dumb. I try not to read a lot of that stuff, but at the same time, it really don't bother me. I've been extremely blessed, period, you know, to do what I'm able to do and to be here as an Eagle. And it's something that I want to continue to do. I want to continue to play here. I love the guys in this locker room. I like this organization a lot, too. So that stuff doesn't really bother me. I just got to worry about where I am now and what I can control. And, you know, we're going to go out there, play hard, and then see what happens. Thank you. Yep. No doubt, Dave. Thank you. Staying on the theme of wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar is looking for a bounce-back season after a down 2016. Aguilar has looked good, really good, early in the offseason, but we know it's early and things change when the pads go on. Still, Aguilar seems to have a different mindset. He appears to be more relaxed, more confident. He's playing faster, and he credits his offseason goals, keeping them simple for the apparent step forward. I focused on the simple grind, you know, whether it's conditioning, whether it was, you know, lifting weights and just worried about those simple things. I didn't focus on anything else. Nah, I wasn't trying to like have just like a miracle happen. I just started focusing on the simplest things. Like I got down there on the track and worked on my speed and worked on my conditioning. And I was in the weight room, worked on my strength and, you know, my durability, making sure my muscles were working the right way. And that's all it was, little things like that. And that's the only thing that's on my mind. I mean, I had an opportunity to really be able to focus on the simple aspects of my game and not do too much you know then I worked on a little bit of technique and then now I'm here in OTAs first phase we work technique and now you put it all together go against people a little bit it's just about breaking it down and focusing on those little wins each day I'm wide receiver Jordan Matthews of the Philadelphia Eagles touchdown touchdown my 
Matthews, Jordan Matthews. You're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast. With Dave Spadaro. Now let's focus on the running backs and how they might be employed during the season. And I'm not counting Ryan Matthews into the equation because, frankly, he's not part of the picture at this point. Instead, the Eagles are focused on what is here now and what the team has on the field is an intriguing picture. Second-year man Wendell Smallwood had a curious rookie campaign. He looked so good early in the season, particularly when he rushed for 79 yards and a touchdown in 17 carries to help the Eagles waffle the pitch. Pittsburgh Steelers way back in week three, a memorable day at Lincoln Financial Field. The give us to Smallwood. He's in. His first NFL touchdown. Wendell Smallwood. Wow. Outstanding job. And then there was a win over Atlanta in which Smallwood gained 70 yards on 13 carries. Smallwood had another 13 attempts the following week in Seattle, giving him a total of 43 rushing attempts in those three games. But what happened the rest of the year? Well, it was very unusual. Smallwood was handed the football just 34 times in the other 10 games he played. He did have that flash moment, the kickoff return against the Washington Redskins that went for six points. But other than that, Smallwood was quiet in year one. For the Eagles to be successful this season running the football, Smallwood has to be durable and reliable, and he has to have the trust of running backs coach Deuce Staley. Beyond Smallwood, the Eagles have the ageless Darren Sproles, who would be more effective in a slightly less active role than last season, when he had a career-most 96 rushing attempts. Sproles, however, averaged a robust 4.7 yards per carry, but you could see him being more of a weapon in the passing game in 2017, reducing the wear and tear from carrying the football. Rookie Donnell Pumphrey should be on the roster, but how much does he contribute to the offense? That remains to be seen. He's extremely quick to and through the hole, and he can make people miss in the open field. But the Eagles have experienced players in front of Pumphrey who could be facing a developmental type of season in his first year as an Eagle. Adding LeGarrette Blunt to the equation seems to be absolutely perfect. He's a powerful running back who also has nimble feet, and it would appear that Blunt will get his fair share of carries, particularly in in short yardage and goal line situations. Blunt scored 18 touchdowns last year in the regular season for a New England team that went on to win yet another Super Bowl, and 15 of those touchdowns came from the 10-yard line and in. That was an Eagles weak point last year, the Eagles offense ranking 24th in the league in touchdown efficiency in the red zone. So Blunt, in that role, would seem to be the perfect fit. And that suits him just fine. He has enjoyed his very short time in Philadelphia as an Eagle. So you've been an Eagle for a week. How do you how do you fit into a, lo- a new locker room? What's how does it happen? You just got to I mean obviously you got to go around and you know introduce yourself to guys, meet all the guys that you're going to be working with. There's a lot of things that play a factor in it, you know. Um it's always good when you have guys that's in on the team that welcomes you with open, you know, with open arms. So, um that's kind of welcoming that I got here. I've gotten along with everybody, you know, um Everybody here has just has been showing showing a lot of love and a lot of support, you know, helping me in, in areas of, you know, as far as where everything is, the playbook, you know, how things work around here. So it's, it's a pretty good adjustment. How about the football? How about the X's and O's? I have Deuce, you know, helping me out and getting extra time in with him. Uh, Darren, Darren definitely is showing, you know, showing a lot of support and, and definitely um, showing me the ropes of how things go around here. Definitely with, uh, you know, the guys that have been here longer than I have. Obviously, I've, like you said, I haven't been here long. So when 
Wendell and, you know, with Marshall and with all those guys. I've been learning, so it's coming along. Have you gotten a reaction from Eagles fans? All positive. You know, um, everybody is excited about me being here. Everybody's excited about having me. So I'm going to go out there and do everything I can and do my best to, to make sure, you know, I meet their expectations. What kind of rep do Eagles fans have? So far, good rep to me. I mean, I haven't gotten any bad reviews or any bad or negative comments from anybody. Everything has been pretty much positive. Garrett, is it hard going from one team to another? Yeah, I came from the Patriots to here, so... It's more tough personally because you get to know a lot of guys and you get close to a lot of guys. As far as that goes, that's about all, you know. And, you know, I've, I've switched teams before, so I'm pretty sure I'll get pretty close and pretty um, tight with a lot of guys here, too. Where do you live? Do you live in a hotel right now? Yeah, I stay in a hotel right now. Do you have a curiosity about the city to find out about the city? Are you a history fan, for example? Um, no, nah, not big. Not much. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much a homebody, you know, um... We come to work every day, and, and we grind, and we do everything that we have to do. So, you know, whenever you do get a chance to go home and just relax, you know, that's kind of what I like to do. Is the role that you anticipate kind of what you thought? I mean, the structure of the offense, the kind of plays that you run, is it what you anticipated? I didn't anticipate anything, you know. Uh, I just knew that this was going to be, you know, um, a good team. They had a pretty good record last year, 7-9, and nine, I want to say. Carson is up and coming, and he's going to be a really good quarterback in the future. So You can see that in him already? Definitely. Definitely. Um, he's going to be a really good player. He's going to be, you know, a good player to, um, to start a franchise around, you know, and I feel like that's why they got him, you know, here as their guy. So I just want to be a part of it. You seem like you're spending long days here. Like, it's you're glad to be here. It's really been cool. It's been fun. It's been fun. And um, the guys have made it fun. I know Dorio from, you know, just from this past offseason and, and Bryce and I obviously played with Chris Long, you know, and, you know, Sproles is a good dude. So, like I said, I've been welcome with open arms and I'm enjoying my time here. LeGarrett Blunt, Philadelphia Eagle, it has sunk in with you? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Now for some outside perspective. Former Eagles quarterback Ron Jaworski made his way to the Novacare Complex for the first day of OTAs. And after practice was over, I had the chance to catch up with Jaws and get his take on where the Eagles are in year two of the Doug Peterson-Carson Wentz era. Ron Jaworski, year two with Doug Peterson, with Carson Wentz. What has to happen here for the next step for the Philadelphia Eagles? It really is a process, Dave, of seeing a young quarterback mature and learn from the experience of Carson's rookie season. As well as now, you know, Doug has a better feel for what his skill set is. You know, during the season, you're playing games, you're game planning, and you're focused on winning football games. All of a sudden, the offseason comes around, you work on the nuances of the position, the mechanics of the position. You know, with John Filippo and Frank Reich, you have a really solid staff. So the offseason now is very, very important for that, that chemistry to be developed. A lot of people have talked about Carson's mechanics. What did you see year one from him from just a mechanical standpoint? For the most part, he's very, very good mechanically. Uh, I thought at times uh, he dropped the ball a little bit too low uh, and the quick twitch wasn't there. Watching him today here at practice, uh, that's improved. And I know what coaches and players do in the offseason. You know, they work at their deficiencies and it's obvious Carson's worked to speed up his delivery. And it's not something that is always noticeable, but when you play with defensive backs and safeties in this league that are cluers and read the quarterback so well and read his drop and watch his delivery, they take advantage of every mistake you make. So I'm glad to see he cleaned that up. What did you think of the Eagles offseason with Jeffrey and Smith and then the draft adding a couple more receivers, getting blunt a little later here in free agency? 
Uh, the Eagles are a better team right now than to finish a 2016 season. I don't know how that'll equate to wins and losses, but they're clearly a better team. Uh, the receiving core is deeper. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, I thought, was an outstanding acquisition. You know, he may get five carries a game. He may get one carry a game, but it's going to be the most important carry of the game because on third and one, when you got to get a first down to kill the clock and hold on to the football when you're leading by one point, that will be the difference maker. He's a tough, hard runner. People probably underestimate his ability in space. Um, he's a bull running downhill, but when he gets in space, he can make people miss. So I think people will be pleasantly surprised by his athleticism once they see him on the field. How about as the head coach, year one to year two, how does Doug get better? Well, every coach gets better. Not only if you're a rookie head coach in this league, but if you're Bill Belichick and Andy Reid, uh, you self-evaluate in the offseason. You're very critical of yourself, what you did well and what you did incorrectly. So, uh, you know, Doug is a very conscientious coach. I'm sure he looked at every game. He looked at every decision that he made and figured out where he was right and where he was wrong. And he'll make the corrections that are necessary to be even better year two. Good to see you out here today, Jaws. Great to have football. Oh, I'll tell you, it's exciting. You know, I, I walk out on the field and the first guy I see is my buddy Harold Carmichael. So it brought back fond memories and see the Eagles green with the helmets on exciting time of year thanks Charles. you bet david and that is it for this week's eagles live podcast i'm dave spadaro thanks for joining us thanks to brian thomas for putting it all together next week we're back with more we'll do another position analysis we'll go into the locker room and we'll keep you up to date on everything eagles as the otas roll on at the novacare complex thanks for joining us everyone have yourselves a great eagles day E-A-T.